Section 32 of the Interpretation of Dreams. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. The Interpretation of Dreams by Sigmund Freud. Translated by A. A. Brill. Section 32. Representation in Dreams by Symbols. Some Further Typical Dreams. Part 2. 8. The Question of Symbolism in the Dreams of Normal Persons An objection frequently raised by the opponents of psychoanalysis, and recently also by Havelock Ellis, is that, although dream symbolism may perhaps be a product of the neurotic psyche, it has no validity whatever in the case of normal persons. But while psychoanalysis recognizes no essential distinctions, but only quantitative differences between the psychic life of the normal person and that of the neurotic, the analysis of those dreams in which, in sound and sick persons alike, the repressed complexes display the same activity, reveals the absolute identity of the mechanisms as well as of the symbolism. Indeed, the natural dreams of healthy persons often contain a much simpler, more transparent, and more characteristic symbolism than those of neurotics, which, owing to the greater strictness of the censorship and the more extensive dream distortion resulting therefrom, are frequently troubled and obscured, and are therefore more difficult to translate. The following dream serves to illustrate this fact. This dream comes from a non-neurotic girl of a rather prudish and reserved type. In the course of conversation I found that she was engaged to be married, but that there were hindrances in the way of the marriage which threatened to postpone it. She related spontaneously the following dream. I arranged the center of a table with flowers for a birthday. On being questioned, she states that in the dream she seemed to be at home, she has no home at the time, and experienced a feeling of happiness. The popular symbolism enables me to translate the dream for myself. It is the expression of her wish to be married. The table, with the flowers in the center, is symbolic of herself and her genitals. She represents her future fulfilled inasmuch as she is already occupied with the thoughts of the birth of a child, so the wedding has taken place long ago. I call her attention to the fact that the center of the table is an unusual expression which she admits, but here, of course, I cannot question her more directly. I carefully refrain from suggesting to her the meaning of the symbols and ask her only for the thoughts which occur to her mind in connection with the individual parts of the dream. In the course of the analysis, her reserve gave way to a distinct interest in the interpretation and a frankness which was made possible by the serious tone of the conversation. To my question as to what kind of flowers they had been, her first answer is, expensive flowers. One has to pay for them. Then she adds that they were lilies of the valley violets and pinks or carnations i took the word lily in this dream in its popular sense as a symbol of chastity she confirmed this as purity occurred to her in association with lily valley is a common feminine dream symbol the chance juxtaposition of the two symbols in the name of the flower is made into a piece of dream symbolism and serves to emphasize the preciousness of her virginity expensive flowers one has to pay for them and expresses the expectation that her husband will know how to appreciate its value. The comment, expensive flowers, etc., has, as will be shown, a different meaning in every one of the three different flower symbols. I thought of what seemed to me a venturesome explanation of the hidden meaning of the apparently quite asexual word violets by an unconscious relation 
to the French vile. But to my surprise, the Dreamers Association was the English word violate. The accidental phonetic similarity of the two words violet and violate is utilized by the dream to express in the language of flowers the ideas of violence of defloration, another word which makes use of flower symbolism, and perhaps also to give expression to a masochistic tendency on the part of the girl. An excellent example of the word bridges across which run the paths to the unconscious. One has to pay for them here means life, with which she has to pay for becoming a wife and a mother. In association with pinks, which she then calls carnations, I think of carnal, but her association is color, to which she adds that carnations are the flowers which her fiancé gives her frequently and in large quantities. At the end of the conversation she suddenly admits spontaneously that she has not told me the truth, that the word that occurred to her was not color but incarnation, the very word I expected. Moreover, even the word color is not a remote association, it was, it was determined by the meaning of carnation, i.e. flesh color, that is, by the complex. This lack of honesty shows that the resistance here is at its greatest because the symbolism is here most transparent, and the struggle between libido and repression is most intense in connection with this phallic theme. The remark that these flowers were often given her by her fiancé is, together with the double meaning of carnation, a still further indication of their phallic significance in the dream. The occasion of the present of flowers during the day is employed to express the thought of a sexual present and a return present. She gives her virginity and expects in return for it a rich love life. But the words expensive flowers, one has to pay for them, may have a real financial meaning. The flower symbolism in the dream thus comprises the virginal female, the male symbol, and the reference to violent defloration. It is to be noted that sexual flower symbolism, which, of course, is very widespread, symbolizes the human sexual organs by flowers, the sexual organs of plants. Indeed, presence of flowers between lovers may have this unconscious significance. The birthday for which she is making preparations in the dream probably signifies the birth of a child. She identifies herself with the bridegroom and represents him preparing her for a birth, having coitus with her. It is as though the latent thought were to say, if I were he, I would not wait, but I would deflower the bride without asking her, I would use violence. Indeed, the word violate points to this. Thus, even the sadistic libidinal components find expression. In a deeper stratum of the dream, the sentence, I arrange, etc., probably has an autoerotic, that is, an infantile significance. She also has a knowledge, possibly only in the dream, of her physical need. She sees herself flat like a table, so that she emphasizes all the more her virginity, the costliness of the center, another time she calls it a centerpiece of flowers. Even the horizontal element of the table may contribute something to the symbol. The concentration of the dream is worthy of remark, nothing is superfluous, every word is a symbol. Later on she brings me a supplement to this dream. I decorate the flowers with green crinkled paper. She adds that it was fancy paper of the sort which is used to disguise ordinary flower pots. She says also, to hide untidy things, whatever was to be seen, which was not pretty to the eye, there is a gap, a little space in the flowers. The paper looks like velvet or moss. With decorate, she associates decorum, as I expected. The green color is very prominent, and with this she associates hope, yet another reference to pregnancy. 
in this part of the dream the identification with the man is not the dominant feature but thoughts of shame and frankness express themselves she makes herself beautiful for him she admits physical defects of which she is ashamed and which she wishes to correct the associations velvet and moss distinctly point to the crines pubis the dream is an expression of thoughts hardly known to the waking state of the girl thoughts which deal with the love of the senses and its organs she is prepared for a birthday i e she has coitus the fear of defloration and perhaps the pleasurably toned pain find expression she admits her physical defects and overcompensates them by means of an overestimation of the value of her virginity her shame excuses the emerging sensuality by the fact that the aim of it all is the child even material considerations which are foreign to the lover find expression here the effect of the simple dream the feeling of bliss shows that here strong emotional complexes have found satisfaction i close with the nine dream of a chemist a young man who has been trying to give up his habit of masturbation by substituting intercourse with a woman preliminary statement on the day before the dream he had been instructing a student as to gringard's reaction in which magnesium is dissolved in absolutely pure ether under the catalytic influence of iodine two days earlier there had been an explosion in the course of the same reaction in which someone had burned his hand dream one he is going to make phenyl magnesium bromide he sees the apparatus with particular distinctness but he has substituted himself for the magnesium he is now in a curious wavering attitude he keeps on repeating to himself this is the right thing it is working my feet are beginning to dissolve and my knees are getting soft then he reaches down and feels for his feet and meanwhile he does not know how he takes his legs out of the carboy and then again he says to himself that can't be yes it has been done correctly then he partially wakes and repeats the dream to himself because he wants to tell it to me he is positively afraid of the analysis of the dream he is much excited during this state of semi-sleep and repeats continually fennel fennel two he is in with his whole family he is supposed to be at the schotten tour at half past eleven in order to keep an appointment with the lady in question but he does not wake until half past eleven he says to himself it is too late now when you get there it will be half past twelve the next moment he sees the whole family gathered about the table his mother and the parlor maid with the soup tureen with peculiar distinctness then he says to himself well if we are sitting down to eat already i certainly can't get away analysis he feels sure that even the first dream contains a reference to the lady whom he is to meet at the place of rendezvous the dream was dreamed during the night before the expected meeting the student whom he was instructing is a particularly unpleasant fellow the chemist had said to him that isn't right because the magnesium was still unaffected and the student had answered as though he were quite unconcerned nor it is he himself must be this student he is as indifferent to his analysis as the student is to his synthesis the he in the dream however who performs the operation is myself how unpleasant he must seem to me with his indifference to the result again he is the material with which the analysis synthesis is made for the question is the success of the treatment the legs in the dream recall an impression of the previous evening he met a lady at a dancing class of whom he wished to make a conquest he pressed her to him so closely that she once cried out 
as he ceased to press her legs he felt her firm responding pressure against his lower thighs as far as just above the knees the spot mentioned in the dream in this situation then the woman is the magnesium in the retort which is at last working he is feminine towards me as he is virile toward the woman if he succeeds with the woman the treatment will also succeed feeling himself and becoming aware of his knees refers to masturbation and corresponds to his fatigue of the previous day the rendezvous had actually been made for half past eleven his wish to oversleep himself and to keep his sexual object at home that is masturbation corresponds to his resistance he says in respect to the repetition of the name fennel that all these radicals ending in ul have always been pleasing to him they are very convenient to use benzyl acetyl etc that however explained nothing but when i proposed the root schlemmel he laughed heartily and told me that during this summer he had read a book by prevost which contained a chapter les escules de l'amour and in this there was some mention of schlemmelis and in reading of these outcasts he said to himself that is my case he would have played the schlemmel if he had missed the appointment it seems that the sexual symbolism of dreams has already been directly confirmed by experiment in nineteen twelve dr k schroter at the instance of h swoboda produced dreams in deeply hypnotized persons by suggestions which determined a large part of the dream content if the suggestion proposed that the subject should dream of normal or abnormal sexual relations the dream carried out these orders by replacing sexual material by the symbols with which psychoanalytic dream interpretation has made us familiar thus following the suggestion that the dreamer should dream of homosexual relations with a lady friend this friend appeared in the dream carrying a shabby traveling bag upon which there was a label with the printed words for ladies only the dreamer was believed never to have heard of dream symbolization or of dream interpretation unfortunately the value of this important investigation was diminished by the fact that dr schroeder shortly afterward committed suicide of his dream experiments he gave us only a preliminary report in the zentralblatt for psychoanalysis only when we have formed a due estimate of the importance of symbolism in dreams can we continue the study of the typical dreams which was interrupted in an earlier chapter i feel justified in dividing these dreams roughly into two classes first those which always really have the same meaning and second those which despite the same or similar content must nevertheless be given the most varied interpretations of the typical dreams belonging to the first class i have already dealt fairly fully with the examination dream on account of their similar effective character the dreams of missing a train deserve to be ranked with the examination dreams moreover their interpretation justifies this approximation they are consolation dreams directed against another anxiety perceived in dreams the fear of death to depart is one of the most frequent and one of the most readily established of the death symbols the dream therefore says consolingly reassure yourself you are not going to die to depart just as the examination dream calms us by saying don't be afraid this time too nothing will happen to you the difficulty is understanding both kinds of dreams is due to the fact that the anxiety is attached precisely to the expression of consolation the meaning of the dreams due to dental stimulus which i have often enough had to analyze in my patients escaped me for a long time because much to my astonishment they habitually offered too great a resistance to interpretation 
but finally an overwhelming mass of evidence convinced me that in the case of men nothing other than the masturbatory desires of puberty furnished the motive power of these dreams i shall analyze two such dreams one of which is also a flying dream the two dreams were dreamed by the same person a young man of pronounced homosexuality which however has been inhibited in life he is witnessing a performance of fidelio from the stalls of the opera house sitting next to l whose personality is congenial to him and whose friendship he would like to have suddenly he flies diagonally right across the stalls he then puts his hand in his mouth and draws out two of his teeth he himself describes the flight by saying it was as though he were thrown into the air as the opera performed was fidelio he recalls the words he who a charming wife acquires but the acquisition of even the most charming wife is not among the wishes of the dreamer two other lines would be more appropriate he who succeeds in the lucky big throw the friend of a friend to be the dream thus contains the lucky big throw which is not however a wish fulfillment only for it conceals also the painful reflection that in his striving after friendship he has often had the misfortune to be thrown out and the fear lest this fate may be repeated in the case of the young man by whose side he has enjoyed the performance of fidelio this is now followed by a confession shameful to a man of his refinement to the effect that once after such a rejection on the part of a friend his profound sexual longing caused him to masturbate twice in succession the other dream is as follows two university professors of his acquaintance are treating him in my place one of them does something to his penis he is afraid of an operation the other thrusts an iron bar against his mouth so that he loses one or two teeth he is bound with four silk handkerchiefs the sexual significance of this dream can hardly be doubted the silk handkerchiefs allude to an identification with a homosexual of his acquaintance the dreamer who has never achieved coition nor has he ever actually sought sexual intercourse with men conceives the sexual act on the lines of masturbation with which he was familiar during puberty i believe that the frequent modifications of the typical dream due to dental stimulus that for example in which another person draws the tooth from the dreamer's mouth will be made intelligible by the same explanation it may however be difficult to understand how dental stimulus can have come to this significance but here i may draw attention to the frequent displacement from below to above which is at the service of sexual repression and by means of which all kinds of sensations and intentions occurring in hysteria which ought to be localized in the genitals may at all events be realized in other unobjectionable parts of the body we have a case of such displacement when the genitals are replaced by the face in the symbolism of unconscious thought this is corroborated by the fact that verbal usage relates the buttocks to the cheeks and the labia minora to the lips which enclose the orifice of the mouth the nose is compared to the penis in numerous allusions and in each case the presence of hair completes the resemblance only one feature the teeth is beyond all possibility of being compared in this way but it is just this coincidence of agreement and disagreement which makes the teeth suitable for purposes of representation under the pressure of sexual repression i will not assert that the interpretation of dreams due to dental stimulus as dreams of masturbation the correctness of which i cannot doubt has been freed of all obscurity i carry the explanation as far as i am able and must leave the rest unsolved but i must refer to yet another relation indicated by a colloquial expression 
in austria there is in use an indelicate designation for the act of masturbation namely to pull one out or to pull one off i am unable to say whence these colloquialisms originate or on what symbolisms they are based but the teeth would very well fit in with the first of the two dreams of pulling teeth and of teeth falling out are interpreted in popular belief to mean the death of a connection psychoanalysis can admit of such meaning only at the most as a joking allusion to the sense already indicated to the second group of typical dreams belong those in which one is flying or hovering falling swimming etc what do these dreams signify here we cannot generalize they mean as we shall learn something different in each case only the sensory material which they contain always comes from the same source we must conclude from the information obtained in psychoanalysis that these dreams also repeat impressions of our childhood that is they refer to the games involving movement which have such an extraordinary attraction for children where is the uncle who has never made a child fly by running with it across the room with outstretched arms or has never played at falling with it by rocking it on his knee and then suddenly straightening his leg or by lifting it above his head and suddenly pretending to withdraw his supporting hand at such moments children shout with joy and insatiably demand a repetition of the performance especially if a little fright and dizziness are involved in it in after years they repeat their sensations in dreams but in dreams they omit the hands that held them so that now they are free to float or fall we know that all small children have a fondness for such games as rocking and seesawing and when they see gymnastic performances at the circus the recollection of such games is refreshed in some boys the hysterical attack consists simply in the reproduction of such performances which they accomplish with great dexterity not infrequently sexual sensations are excited by these games of movement innocent though they are in themselves to express the matter in a few words it is these romping games of childhood which are being repeated in dreams of flying falling vertigo and the like but the pleasurable sensations are now transformed into anxiety but as every mother knows the romping of children often enough ends in quarrelling and tears i have therefore good reason for rejecting the explanation that it is the condition of our cutaneous sensations during sleep the sensation of the movements of the lungs etc that evoke the dreams of flying and falling as i see it these sensations have themselves been reproduced from the memory to which the dream refers that they are therefore dream content and not dream sources this material consisting of sensations of motion similar in character and origination from the same sources is now used for the representation of the most manifold dream thoughts dreams of flying or hovering for the most part pleasurably toned will call for the most widely differing interpretations interpretations of a quite special nature in the case of some dreamers and interpretations of a typical nature in that of others one of my patients was in the habit of dreaming very frequently that she was hovering a little way above the street without touching the ground she was very short of stature and she shunned every sort of contamination involved by intercourse with human beings her dream of suspension which raised her feet above the ground and allowed her head to tower in the air fulfilled both of her wishes in the case of other dreamers of the same sex the dream of flying had the significance of the longing if only i were a little bird similarly others became angels at night because no one has ever called them angels by day the intimate connection between flying and the idea of a bird makes it comprehensible that the dream of flying in the case of male dreamers should usually have a coarsely sensual significance and we should not be surprised to hear that this or that dreamer is always proud of his ability to fly 
dr paul ferndon vienna has propounded the fascinating theory that a great many flying dreams are erection dreams since the remarkable phenomenon of erection which constantly occupies the human fantasy cannot fail to be impressive as an apparent suspension of the laws of gravity cross-reference the winged phalli of the ancients it is a noteworthy fact that a prudent experimenter like morley vold who is really adverse to any kind of interpretation nevertheless defends the erotic interpretation of the dreams of flying and hovering he describes the erotic element as the most important motive factor of the hovering dream and refers to the strong sense of bodily vibration which accompanies this type of dream and the frequent connection of such dreams with erections and emissions dreams of falling are more frequently characterized by anxiety their interpretation when they occur in women offers no difficulty because they nearly always accept the symbolic meaning of falling which is a circumlocution for giving way to an erotic temptation we have not yet exhausted the infantile sources of the dream of falling nearly all children have fallen occasionally and then been picked up and fondled if they fell out of bed at night they were picked up by the nurse and taken into her bed people who dream often and with great enjoyment of swimming cleaving the waves etc have usually been bedwetters and now they repeat in the dream a pleasure which they have long since learned to forego we shall soon learn from one example or another to what representations dreams of swimming easily lend themselves the interpretation of dreams of fire justifies a prohibition of the nursery which forbids the children to play with fire so they may not wet the bed at night these dreams are also based on reminiscences of the anurses nocturna of childhood in my fragment of an analysis of hysteria i have given the complete analysis and synthesis of such a dream of fire in connection with the infantile history of the dreamer and have shown for the representation of what maturer impulses this infantile material has been utilized it would be possible to cite quite a number of other typical dreams if by such one understands dreams in which there is a frequent recurrence in the dreams of different persons of the same manifest dream content for example dreams of passing through narrow alleys or a whole suite of rooms dreams of burglars in respect of whom nervous people take measures of precaution before going to bed dreams of being chased by wild animals bulls horses or of being threatened with knives daggers and lances the last two themes are characteristic of the manifest dream content of persons suffering from anxiety etc a special investigation of this class of material would be well worth while in lieu of this i shall offer two observations which do not however apply exclusively to typical dreams the more one is occupied with the solution of dreams the readier one becomes to acknowledge that the majority of the dreams of adults deal with sexual material and give expression to erotic wishes only those who really analyze dreams that is those who penetrate from their manifest content to the latent dream thoughts can form an opinion on this subject but never those who are satisfied with registering merely the manifest content as for example naki in his writings on sexual dreams let us recognize at once that there is nothing astonishing in this fact which is entirely consistent with the principles of dream interpretation no other instinct has had to undergo so much suppression from the time of childhood onwards as the sexual instinct in all its numerous components from no other instincts are so many and such intense unconscious wishes left over which now in the sleeping state generate dreams in dream interpretation this importance of the sexual complexes must never be forgotten though one must not of course exaggerate it to the exclusion of all other factors 
of many dreams it may be ascertained by careful interpretation that they may even be understood bisexually inasmuch as they yield an indisputable overinterpretation in which they realize homosexual impulses that is impulses which are contrary to the normal sexual activity of the dreamer but that all dreams are to be interpreted bisexually as steckel maintains and adler seems to me to be a generalization as insusceptible of proof as it is improbable and one which therefore i should be loath to defend for i should above all be at a loss to know how to dispose of the obvious fact that there are many dreams which satisfy other than erotic needs taking the word in the widest sense as for example dreams of hunger thirst comfort etc and other similar assertions to the effect that behind every dream one finds a reference to death steckel or that every dream shows an advance from the feminine to the masculine line adler seem to me to go far beyond the admissible in the interpretation of dreams the assertion that all dreams call for a sexual interpretation against which there is such an untiring polemic in the literature of the subject is quite foreign to my interpretation of dreams it will not be found in any of the eight editions of this book and is in palpable contradiction to the rest of its contents we have stated elsewhere that dreams which are conspicuously innocent commonly embody crude erotic wishes and this we might confirm by numerous further examples but many dreams which appear indifferent in which we should never suspect a tendency in any particular direction may be traced according to the analysis to unmistakably sexual wish impulses often of an unsuspected nature for example who before it had been interpreted would have suspected a sexual wish in the following dream the dreamer relates between two stately palaces there stands a little way back a small house whose doors are closed my wife leads me along the little bit of road leading to the house and pushes the door open and then i slip quickly and easily into the interior of a courtyard that slopes steeply upwards anyone who has had experience in the translating of dreams will of course at once be reminded that penetration into narrow spaces and the opening of locked doors are among the commonest of sexual symbols and will readily see in this dream a representation of attempted coition from behind between the two stately buttocks of the female body the narrow steep passage is of course the vagina the assistance attributed to the wife of the dreamer requires the interpretation that in reality it is only consideration for the wife which is responsible for abstention from such an attempt moreover inquiry shows that on the previous day a young girl had entered the household of the dreamer she had pleased him and had given him the impression that she would not be altogether adverse to an approach of this sort the little house between the two palaces is taken from a reminiscence of the Horatian in prague and once more points to the girl who is a native of that city if in conversation with my patients i emphasize the frequency of the oedipus dream the dream of having sexual intercourse with one's mother i elicit the answer i cannot remember such a dream immediately afterwards however there arises the recollection of another unrecognizable indifferent dream which the patient has dreamed repeatedly and which on analysis proves to be a dream with this very content that is yet another oedipus dream i can assure the reader that disguised dreams of sexual intercourse with the dreamer's mother are far more frequent than undisguised dreams to the same effect there are dreams of landscapes and localities in which emphasis is always laid upon the assurance i have been here before but this deja vu has a special significance in dreams in this case the locality is the genitals of the mother 
of no other place can it be asserted with such certainty that one has been here before i was once puzzled by the account of a dream given by a patient afflicted with obsessional neurosis he dreamed that he called at a house where he had been twice before but this very patient had long ago told me of an episode of his sixth year at that time he shared his mother's bed and had abused the occasion by inserting his finger into his mother's genitals while she was asleep a large number of dreams which are frequently full of anxiety and often have for content the traversing of narrow spaces or staying long in water are based upon the fantasies concerning the intrauterine life the sojourn in the mother's womb and the act of birth i here insert the dream of a young man who in his fantasy has even profited by the intrauterine opportunity of spying upon an act of coition between his parents he is in a deep shaft in which there is a window as in the simmering tunnel through this he sees at first an empty landscape and then he composes a picture in it which is there all at once and fills up the empty space the picture represents a field which is being deeply tilled by an implement and the wholesome air the associated idea of hard work and the bluish black clods of earth make a pleasant impression on him he then goes on and sees a work on education lying open and is surprised that so much attention is devoted in it to the sexual feelings of children which makes him think of me here is a pretty water dream of a female patient which was turned to special account in the course of treatment at her usual holiday resort on the lake she flings herself into the dark water at a place where the pale moon is reflected in the water dreams of this sort are parturian dreams their interpretation is affected by reversing the fact recorded in the manifest dream content thus instead of flinging oneself into the water read coming out of the water that is being born the place from which one is born may be recognized if one thinks of the humorous sense of the french la lune the pale moon thus becomes the white bottom which the child soon guesses to be the place from which it came now what can the meaning of the patient's wishing to be born at a holiday resort i asked the dreamer this and she replied without hesitation hasn't the treatment made me as though i were born again thus the dream becomes an invitation to continue the treatment at this summer resort that is to visit her there perhaps it also contains a very bashful allusion to the wish to become a mother herself another dream of parturition with its interpretation i take from a paper by e jones she stood at the seashore watching a small boy who seemed to be hers wading into the water this he did till the water covered him and she could only see his head bobbing up and down near the surface the scene then changed to a crowded hall of a hotel her husband left her and she entered into conversation with a stranger the second half of the dream was discovered in the analysis to represent flight from her husband and the entering into intimate relations with a third person behind whom was plainly indicated mr x's brother mentioned in a former dream the first part of the dream was a fairly evident birth fantasy in dreams as in mythology the delivery of a child from the uterine waters is commonly represented by way of distortion as the entry of the child into water the births of adonis osiris moses and bacchus are well-known illustrations of this the bobbing up and down of the head in the water at once recalled to the patient the sensation of quickening which she had experienced in her only pregnancy thinking of the boy going into the water induced a reverie in which she saw herself taking him out of the water carrying him into the nursery washing and dressing him and installing him in her household the second half of the dream therefore represents thoughts concerning the elopement which belonged to the first half of the underlying latent content 
the first half of the dream corresponded with the second half of the latent content the birth fantasy besides this inversion in the order further inversions took place in each half of the dream in the first half the child entered the water and then his head bobbed in the underlying dream thoughts the quickening occurred first and then the child left the water a double inversion in the second half her husband left her in the dream thoughts she left her husband another parturition dream is related by abraham the dream of a young woman expecting her first confinement front one point of the floor of the room of a subterranean channel leads directly into the water path of parturition amniotic fluid she lifts up a trap in the floor and there immediately appears a creature dressed in brownish fur which almost resembles a seal this creature changes into the dreamer's younger brother to whom her relation has always been material in character rank has shown from a number of dreams that parturition dreams employ the same symbols as micturition dreams the erotic stimulus expresses itself in these dreams as an urethral stimulus the stratification of meaning in these dreams corresponds with a chance in the significance of the symbol since childhood we may here turn back to the interrupted theme see chapter three of the part played by organic sleep deserving stimuli in dream formation dreams which have come into existence under these influences not only reveal quite frankly the wish-fulfilling tendency and the character of convenience dreams but they very often display a quite transparent symbolism as well since waking not infrequently follows a stimulus whose satisfaction in symbolic disguise has already been vainly attempted in the dream this is true of emission dreams as well as those evoked by the need to urinate or defecate the peculiar character of emission dreams permits us directly to unmask certain sexual symbols already recognized as typical but nevertheless violently disputed and it also convinces us that many an apparently innocent dream situation is merely the symbolic prelude to a crudely sexual scene this however finds direct representation as a rule only in the comparatively infrequent emission dreams while it often enough turns into an anxiety dream which likewise leads to waking the symbolism of dreams due to urethral stimulus is especially obvious and has always been divined hippocrates had already advanced the theory that a disturbance of the bladder was indicated if one dreamt of fountains and springs havelock ellis Scherner, who has studied the manifold symbolism of the urethral stimulus agrees that the powerful urethral stimulus always turns into the stimulation of the sexual sphere and its symbolic imagery the dream due to urethral stimulus is often at the same time the representative of the sexual dream o rank whose conclusions in his paper on die symbolik schichtung im vectrum i have here followed argues very plausibly that a large number of dreams due to urethral stimulus are really caused by sexual stimuli which at first seek to gratify themselves by way of regression to the infantile form of urethral erotism those cases are especially instructive in which the urethral stimulus thus produced leads to waking and the emptying of the bladder whereupon in spite of this relief the dream is continued and expresses its need in undisguisedly erotic images in a quite analogous manner dreams due to intestinal stimulus disclose the pertinent symbolism and thus confirm the relation which is also amply verified by ethnopsychology of gold and feces thus for example a woman at a time when she is under the care of a physician on account of an intestinal disorder dreams of a digger for hidden treasure who is burying treasure in the vicinity of a little wooden shed which looks like a rural privy 
a second part of the dream has as its content how she wipes the posterior of her child a little girl who has soiled herself dreams of rescue are connected with parturition dreams to rescue especially to rescue from the water is when dreamed by a woman equivalent to giving birth this sense is however modified when the dreamer is a man robbers burglars and ghosts of which we are afraid before going to bed and which sometimes even disturb our sleep originate in one of the same childish reminiscence they are the nightly visitor who have waked the child in order to set it on the chamber so that it may not wet the bed or have lifted the coverlet in order to see how clearly the child is holding its hands while sleeping i have been able to induce an exact recollection of the nocturnal visits in the analysis of some of these anxiety dreams the robbers were always the father the ghosts more probably correspond to female persons in white nightgowns end of section thirty two